Hey everyone, and welcome back to a podcast um, called You Asked For It. This is a podcast from two pastors, Pastor Steve and Pastor Justin, as we are just hoping to answer um, the questions that you have about life and about faith, um, about just how do you live in this world. And, And the question that we have today is maybe one that you've asked yourself many times, and it is this, how do we forgive people who are hard to forgive or hard to love? So, yeah, I, this is something all of us have to struggle with because if you've lived long enough, you've been hurt. Yeah. Look, Pastor Steve, I, you know, I'm a younger guy. You know that. I, I can still remember things that were said to me when I was 13 years old that, you know, it's easy to it's easy to forget the good things. It's easy to remember the bad things. Yeah. And so it's just I can – they sit there and it's hard to think mm, about sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. We want to talk about how to get keep them from sitting there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, for me, and this may be the experience of others who are Christians – what has made it hard for me is that some of the deepest wounds I've received have been in the church. Mm, yeah. You know, after I ordained in 1975, there's a lot of hurts that have come that way. Mm. Now, the Bible makes it clear there's a lot at stake on this issue. We can't ignore it. We have to forgive. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah, I think uh, a verse that we can that we start with comes from uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 14. And Jesus says, for, uh, for if you forgive others their offenses, your heavenly Father will forgive you as well. But if you don't forgive others, mm. your father will not forgive your offenses. I mean, that's a that's a strong verse, isn't oh, it? Oh, it is very strong. Uh, there's an old story that um, talks about two men, old Joe and his friend Bill. Joe was was dying, and uh, for years he'd been at odds with Bill, who was at one time one of his best friends. He wanted to fix things and get things straightened out, so he sent you know for his friend Bill to, to come to his bedside. And when Bill arrived, Joe told him uh, that he was afraid to go into eternity feeling these bad feelings that he wanted to that he wanted to fix it. And then, then very reluctantly and with great effort, Joe apologized to Bill for the things that he had said and done. And he also said, "Hey, look, Bill, I just want you to know I've forgiven you of all the offenses, everything. I forgive you of all those things." But as Bill turned to go, Joe did something interesting. As he began to walk out of the room, Joe called out and he said to him, "But remember this." If I get better, none of this counts. So, so because <laughs> that's here's, real. Yeah. So here, because here's the thing: it's really easy for us to show ourselves grace and forgiveness, but mm-hmm. it can be very difficult yeah. to show others that same grace. And but that Jesus same said, "We won't be forgiven if we don't forgive." That's that's huge. Absolutely, He gives us an illustration. Um, I mean, a, a parable, kind of to help us understand this, where He talks about a man who was um, had this massive debt and is brought before the king and really deserved to be either killed or put in prison for the rest of his life, and the, the king forgives him completely of the debt, mm-hmm. shows this mercy and this grace to him, and, the, and he's overwhelmed. But then as he's walking out of meeting with the king, he comes in contact with someone that owes him a debt that is much smaller. And what's he do? He grabs him by the neck and tells him, you yeah. owe me this money, and he completely forgets about the very forgiveness that was shown to him. Yeah. So uh, you know, I think that's a, a, a big thing that we need to make sure that we think about in this is that we have been given a great forgiveness. And so we should be able to forgive people. And if we can't, then it says that your father will not forgive your offenses. Yeah. So that's serious. And there's one other danger, and that's the danger if you don't forgive, that you'll become a bitter person. And there's a verse in Hebrews 12, 14 and 15. It says this, pursue peace with everyone and holiness without it. No one will see the Lord. And then he says, make sure that no one falls short of the grace of God. And that no root of bitterness springs up, causing trouble and defiling many. Mm. The picture you get this is if you get hurt, you get wounded, you get done wrong, then God will show up with grace so that you can get over it and you can forgive. But what we have the choice then is do I take the grace and forgive or do I let that 
bitterness fester. Mm. And so you'll either accept the grace or you'll have a root of bitterness that comes up, and it says it will ruin everyone around you. The thing I've seen through all these years of being a pastor is that eventually bitter people die alone. They've mm. driven everybody away from them. Mm. Yeah, and, and one thing you've told me before I thought it was so good is you said the hard thing about bitterness is those who are bitter – it's a lot of times it seems like they're bitter for the right reasons, right? They have, well, well, you, or they have they, real reasons. They have real reasons to be bitter, and so and it can be it can be hard because, like you said, it can be planted as a seed, and as that thing grows, it's hard to it's hard to let go of. It's hard to 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 take it away. And so I like I like the fact you just used the word "let go" hmm. because that's at the heart of the of the Greek word for forgiveness. Yeah. So the, this Greek word right here, the way you can um, understand it, it's the word "aphemi," and it comes. If you break it down, the word apo means from, and then hemi means to to throw or to send away. So the word forgiveness, at its literal meaning, just means to let something go, to decide to never get it, bring it up again, to throw it away, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's important. Charles Spurgeon, who you know is one of my favorite pastors yes. from the past, he said it this way. He said, forgive and forget. When you bury a mad dog, don't leave his tail above the ground, right? You, know, you, <laughs> st- you can still see it. You know, I buried it, but I can still see it there. Or, or how about this? Clara Barton, who was the founder of the Red Cross, she was speaking with an old classmate um, from nursing school. And this, you know, many years had passed. And the classmate was just talking about this fellow student they had who would just who would really hurt Clara. And and she's like, Don't you remember? Don't you remember everything she did? And Clara's thinking, No, I I don't remember those things. And, and she's like, Claire, how can you not remember those? How can you not remember that? And, um, you know, she's asking, how do you not remember the horrible things she did to you? And then Claire responded with something incredible. She says, well, I distinctly remember forgetting them. Yeah. How powerful is that? Yeah, we've got to have a day when we just have a forgetting, when we press a race. Hmm. Hmm. You know, um, the fact that we forgive sets us apart from the world because the world doesn't forgive. Yeah. And and the command to forgive is so often in the Greek present tense, which is a continual, keep on doing it. In Ephesians 4.32, he says, be kind and compassionate to one, one another, forgiving. And that's keep on forgiving one another, mm-hmm. just as, as God in, forgave you in Christ. In other words, we need to be habitual forgivers. Mm-hmm. Now, let me explain one thing we need to keep in mind when we talk about forgiving people. We're not talking about forgiving with warm, fuzzy feelings. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is more a part of actions than it is emotions. And I'll give one more cross-reference, Luke 6, 27 and 28. Jesus said, listen, I say to you, love your enemies, do what is good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. So when he says you're to love those who are your enemy, an enemy is somebody who wants to do or has done you wrong. So how do I do that? I pray for them. I bless them. I use my words to build them up. Uh, recently, I was talking with someone who had an estranged relationship with someone in their family. That person's birthday was coming up. I said, this is what I want you to do with their birthday card. Only talk about the things that have blessed you mm. from them. And you'll, do not bring the, up the things that y'all have disagreed or your hurts. Just, just spend the birthday card talking about the good things they've done for you. God used that, and the relationship was restored. Mm. Use your words to build them up. Do good to them. Mm. I know I had one man that was trying to not just get me out of the church, but get me out of the ministry. He was accusing me of horrible things that were not true. I I saw him in a restaurant one time, and he was a single man, and I I decided to go back to that restaurant since that must have been one of his favorites, and I bought gift certificates for five suppers. (laughs) And I sent them to him, 
And I said, I just want you to know your pastor loves you, and here's five suppers <laughs> on me. So I did yeah. something good for him. So it's not a matter of emotions. It's a matter of actions. And what Paul says in Romans 12 is this. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. For in so doing, you'll heap fiery coals on his head. <laughs> I think it's good. And, you know, Pastor Steve, I want to make sure before we um, – you know, before we leave the subject in a little bit, I, I want to also make sure that we tell people that that forgiving and letting go doesn't mean that we are naive or even that's that we right. put ourselves in harm way and let people run over us as well. That mm-hmm. that's not the case. I mean, um, Paul tells us to Timothy. Uh, he says this. He says Alexander the coppersmith did great harm to me. This is Paul talking. He did great yeah. harm to me. The Lord will repay him according to his works. Watch out for him yourself because he strongly opposed our words. And so what we need to understand is that that, that letting bitterness go and, and, and forgiving people what they've done does not mean that we let people run over us, or it also doesn't mean that we stay in situations that continue yeah. to do us harm. You don't, a, a, yeah. a wife doesn't who's being beaten by her husband doesn't have to forgive him every night, get no. up and get beaten again. No, absolutely. You can keep from getting big, uh, bitter, but you don't have to stay in that situation. Absolutely. I think it's a great thing that we have to remember – um, about this whole subject of forgiveness is that forgiveness is, yes, you you letting go, but it also means there's work that's done on the other side as well. Yeah. And so well, why, why don't you just pray for that? This is a hard thing. So why don't you uh, pray for those who have something, someone that is hard for them to forgive? Would you do that as we yeah, close I, this? Yeah, I would love to. God, we love you. God, we're thankful for you. God, we know that you are a God of forgiveness. Father, I think about what went into you loving us. We had continually turned our backs on you, chose our own ways. God, you loved us enough that you offered forgiveness to us on the cross. And so, Father, in light of that, I pray that you would give us the power to forgive those in our life that we are struggling to forgive right now. Give us the power to for, to forgive those who are, maybe have hurt us in the past so that our relationships might not be marred by bitterness um, or brokenness, but it might be examples of the grace and mercy of God that's been shown to us. God, let us be the ones as a church to show the world what true relationships can look like, and that even in the brokenness, God, you can make something beautiful by restoring and healing the brokenness, God. Father, be with us, help us, and guide us on this journey as we try to live life with broken people just like us. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, I hope this was a helpful episode for you. Um, I know you might be dealing with this today. I pray these are some steps, some scriptures that you can hold on to as you seek to forgive those in your life that maybe it's been difficult for you. And I'll tell you this, if you are trapped in bitterness right now, let someone know. Because if you are holding on to bitterness, most people are never going to know about it. And that seed is going to go deeper and deeper and deeper. Find someone that you can reach out to to help you work through the bitterness as well, because being bitter is not fun. So so thank you for joining us, and we look forward to hearing with, uh, being with you next week.